the agile mantra, so to speak, is is welcome and plan for change. Hello and welcome. I'm Lori Hardy. Thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. Joining me today is Andrea Fryrear to talk about agility in marketing. Andrea is the co-author of the IC Agile Certified Professional in Agile Marketing Curriculum. She's the author of two books on marketing agility and an internationally sought-after speaker and trainer. She holds numerous Agile certifications, including Advanced Certified Scrum Products Owner, ICA Agile Certified Instructor, Certified Professional in Agile Marketing, Certified Scrum Master. In her new book, Mastering Marketing Agility, Transform Your Marketing Teams and Evolve Your Organization, Andrea maps out clear systems for adapting a deliberate, disciplined Agile marketing approach, one that will get teams through the short-term crisis and sustain over time. Andrea, welcome. I am so excited to hear what marketing agility is. Well, it's it's all the rage. I'm glad to talk about it with you. Tell me a little bit about it. So, yeah, Agile in marketing is related to and sort of a descendant from Agile software development, mm. which is what is responsible for us going from the old world where you remember waiting like two years for a, a Windows update and then it would come out and everyone would hate it. Right. <laughs> Moving yeah. Agile is what helped us get from that to something like Amazon or Spotify where you get updates on like a daily or even hourly basis to the software. So Agile helped software make that jump. And now what marketers are realizing is we have to make a similar transition to be more responsive to our customers and faster in the way that we communicate with them. And what prompted you to write a book outlining this different way of marketing? Well, I'm, I'm a career marketer myself. I've been in digital marketing for about 15 years. And so I've, I've experienced from a marketer's perspective a lot of the pain that comes from yeah. bad process of overwork and overwhelm and right, churning through jobs and things like that. And it's not fun. Uh, we spend a lot of our time at work, and people deserve a better experience of their professional lives. But mm-hmm. even beyond that, marketing is such a powerful bridge between a business and their customers. We really need a system that allows that feedback loop to be shorter, not you know six months we plan and create this big campaign and then present it to the audience fully formed and then don't really ask them what they think, but a much more conversational style. It's better for the business, it's better for marketers, and it's better for the for the people getting our emails and seeing our, our ads on social media and things. It's, it's a better experience for everybody. So it seems that it's time to make that change. So it's a drastic change. Is that what I'm hearing you say? It really is. Yeah, it, it goes goes counter to some of these really big, big bang campaigns where we spend months and months planning and designing and perfectly honing this whole campaign and message. And then we put it out. And oftentimes, just like the Microsoft Windows updates, we put it out and people are like, eh, or they hate it, or that hurts the brand very badly. Mm -hmm. You know, we can all think of, of ads that have come out and been quite detrimental to the brands that paid millions of dollars to put them out into the world. Right. And I keep seeing this word discipline, applying discipline to the activities. Can you talk more about that? Yeah, it's important to make that distinction because there's an association of Agile just being about speed or just being about constantly reacting. But there's quite a lot more to it. There's still a need to have 
a North Star or a larger objective that we're driving towards. And that, that idea of discipline and still having rigor around the way we execute work and the way that we plan keeps it from feeling like this reactive sort of flailing uh, where we're you know, moving from one shiny object to the next or one crisis to the next without having any consistency or larger brand perspective. That's interesting. As a small business owner looking at marketing, it's been so frustrating how quickly it does change. And so I feel like I'm constantly learning something new. And so it sounds like what you're talking about is new but more stable. That's right. Yeah. And the the agile mantra, so to speak, is is welcome and plan for change. Uh, change isn't going anywhere. It's, it's accelerating, if anything, especially right now. And so having systems and processes that say, great, change is coming and I'm ready for it. I have a way of identifying opportunities or challenges and then taking those into the way that I do daily work, in the way that I think about my next two weeks' worth of work, my next quarter's worth of work is extremely powerful. And it's, it's a balance between reacting to what's right in front of you and understanding where you're trying to go over the long term. And it's, you know, I'm a, I'm a small business owner myself, and it can feel overwhelming when you have so many things you could be doing. And Agile really helps you create this focus on what's the most important and impactful thing both for you, uh, your business, and also for the audience that you're trying to talk to. I love what you said about welcome and ready for change because... Yeah, uh, we have to be, right? There's there's right. no other way to be right now. Right. That's tweetable because there can be such a resistance. And when there is, then that affects learning and everything. So how does traditional marketing end up looking different from agile marketing, uh, maybe from a customer's perspective? Yeah, the the folks that are really embracing this mindset and taking it all the way through their their operations, they're the ones that feel like they they get you. You know, if you're a customer of theirs, their messaging feels quite relevant and timely without feeling pandering. I think this is something marketers are struggling with in the midst of first the pandemic and now Black Lives Matters is everywhere and we feel like we need to say something, but we don't want to feel or seem opportunistic. And so it's, it's a fine line to walk. And I think agile brands and agile marketing departments are able to be responsive to these kinds of situations without feeling mercenary or feeling, they still feel authentic. You know, so those kinds of messages that you receive typically will come from those types of brands. Spotify is one that often comes to mind for me because they're sort of built agile. They've been that way from day one, which is one of the reasons they've been able to be as successful as they have, and that's across their organization. So you can see them respond and adjust in a way that doesn't feel kind of crazy. I want to get back to COVID and Black Lives Matter because they're very important. But I also want to find out what, since you brought up Spotify, what are some stories around agile marketing that you can share, maybe good or bad, whatever comes to your mind? Right. There's there's plenty of each. It was interesting in the early days of the pandemic hearing from, from clients of ours and hearing from colleagues that I have in the marketing world. It was really a, a haves versus have nots kind of, of situation where teams that had these agile systems in place 
were able to look through their visualized backlog, their to-do list, and say, all right, everything changed, everything's different, what are we going to take off the list, what's now no longer relevant or applicable, and what are we going to replace? And then there were some things that were un unreplaceable that still had to get done, and they could see those and they could make those trade-offs. One team that I know of that does marketing for a tool that supports realtors uh, was able to review their backlog, make adjustments, and within about 10 working days of the initial lockdown, they had a new podcast series with dozens of thought leaders in the can, ready to go, and they had over 10,000 views of it within the first couple of days. And so those are the kinds of really powerful pivots that you see when there's an agile system behind it versus other folks who were just overwhelmed, right? And even now, oh, yeah. months later, they're still drowning mm -hmm. in all the stuff that it's just so much that you have to pivot all of your events and you have to change your advertising and all the emails and comms are still coming out. And it's just a, it can be quite a, the hamster wheel just keeps spinning faster. Right. I, I know for a lot of nonprofits, this was a big deal. And the ones that were able to, I like how you say pivot, pivot quickly, were able to take these spring fundraisers and make them virtual. And actually, the reports some of them were saying was actually, it's better because we reach more people. We miss the camaraderie you know, in person, but seriously, it gave them the leverage to go farther. But I also know small business people who, and you said mindset earlier, they had the mindset of we can't sell during this time. And then people that did sell during this time, there was some people that were like, oh, they're opportunist when yet this is the way our world works. So can you address that a little? Yeah, it's, it's been really interesting to see the different responses. I, I've heard similar things like you were saying with the um, nonprofits, the folks who pivoted their events, for instance, to be virtual. And some of them would see like triple the quote unquote attendance, right? They're not physically attending, but the people present through the virtual interface. So you can, and I do think there's a line there between feeling opportunistic and saying, I'm, I'm legitimately here to help. Right. I have customers and I have an audience and for nonprofits, right? I have a, a constituency that I'm serving and this is the best way for me to do that right now. And it's not a small thing either when you have employees who rely on you as a business to to stay open and to sign their paychecks. So if if that requires a significant pivot in the way that you're working, then I think your customers get that. They understand that you need to you need to be a business and you need to be open and they want to support that as long as you have the infrastructure and the ability to make it happen, which I think was the difference between a lot of the businesses that have managed to weather this and the ones that are not going to be coming out the other side. Another person that I interviewed, she's a podcaster. What her take on this was she pivoted well and she said, we have to do our part and keep the economy going. And so we must, those of us that can, need to keep doing what we're doing because money in, money out. And I thought that what you said about mindset was so good because I think there's three kind of people. The people that kind of stuck their head in the sand, the people that went, yeah, we got this, let's go. And then the people that were like, I don't even know what to do. 
<laughs> so is agile now i know my kids were raised in 4-h and so they with dogs there's agility training there's got to be that right. connection right it, it's flexible yeah flexible is a good is a good word it's very much about getting taking stock of everything that you could be doing and then creating focus on the things that are going to deliver the most value the fastest and then focus get those things done all the way through to finish before you start a whole bunch of new stuff. It's very counter to this idea that we're supposed to be having dozens of balls in the air and multitasking all the time. It's actually quite detrimental to our uh, productivity, not to mention our mental health, and exhausting. Yeah, and so Agile is really about the focused effort through get something through to the finish line before you turn and start something new. We say uh, stop starting, start finishing. Stop starting, start finishing. That's tweetable too, isn't it? <laughs> so two, I, there's two things that come to mind. One is, well, let's go to the one about, let's talk about our upheavals uh, with what's going on. And why does marketing and the way marketing professionals work, why does that matter so much? Yeah, it, it goes back to what you were saying about we have a responsibility if we're able to keep working and to keep a business going, it's a duty in a lot of ways to, to maintain what we can maintain. And marketing is, is really a huge engine of that. It's the idea of creating a relationship with an audience who you can bring with you wherever you have to go, right? When you have to pivot your event to be virtual instead of in person, your audience is there. For, you can communicate with them and you can bring them to where you have to be or you can go where they've gone, right? If they all have suddenly started being on social media three times more because they're at home and they don't have anything else to do, then you can go there too mm-hmm. and be part of their conversation. But the, the struggle, I think, is that marketing is often first in line for the chopping block when things get tough. The businesses who build and maintain these relationships through marketing are the ones that are strongest and able to weather uncertainty. And you can't do that instantly, right? It's not a flip the switch, let's turn marketing on and off. It's a relationship that has to be maintained. It's ongoing. I keep thinking about local restaurants that I have used to go to all the time. And the ones who took the time to collect my contact information when I was a patron can email me now and say, hey, we're doing delivery and hey, we have this special and, you know, we, you know, miss you and all of those kinds of messaging. But the ones who were like, well, we don't need emails. People come to the physical location. They had no way to get in touch with me. And many of them, I can't find any information on their website. Even I, I actively want to go support them, but I don't know what's going on with them. They have no marketing engine to support that communication channel. And so they, they lose out and you can't, build that overnight. That has to be a long-term commitment. That is so good to hear because like you said, especially a small business, the first thing they're going to do is start cutting what they see as external. And marketing, I know, is probably small businesses will go, well, I don't need that. I know how to do it myself. And yet it feels like in your new book, you're talking about transforming your teams, transforming your organization so that it will fare better, uh, not only during normal times, but in crisis as well. Yeah, absolutely. And there's belt tightening, you know, budgets shrink and all of that. And there's some great great tips in the book also about, you know, doing more with less and efficiency is key. Productivity is even more important now. 
We don't have time to waste on ineffective tactics. So finding out what works and then doubling down on that and quickly pivoting away from the things that are ineffective, these are all components of a, of a high-performing Agile system, too. So your book is called Mastering Marketing Agility. Where can we get that book? So you can pre-order it right now on Amazon. It will officially release on July 21st. So you'll get your, your copy either digital or physical right around that particular date. And you can also download a free sample chapter at MasteringMarketingAgility.com. MasteringMarketingAgility.com. <laughs> That's a long <laughs> name. But so before we go, one thing that I was curious about, and I, I might not have been listening well, is marketing agility, is it a technique or is it a, a software? What exactly would you call it? Uh, I would call it a work management system. Okay. It's not necessarily a particular piece of software, although people often use software to Okay. And if I was to read this book, would I still need to hire a marketing person or would it just give me more insight? I think if you're kind of a one-person marketing show already, you're going to find optimization opportunities for the way you get things done. You would find opportunities for improving your process here. It's interesting. My uh, PR uh, ladies read it and they're a small business themselves and they were like, wow, we, we're going to do things differently now, this is really useful. So it's nice to, to hear that I, I work in my consulting uh, business with a lot of enterprises, but I'm a small business owner, like I said, myself. So I feel like, you know, helping my people out, too, is, is a good thing with the book. I know that I'm so looking forward to reading it. But also, it sounds like it not only would help me as a small business person, but also that marketing teams, if they if they don't understand this, it would help transform what they're doing, which would help the businesses as well as employees. Is that what I'm hearing? That's 100% right. Yeah, marketing teams are really, will see huge gains from following the, the system in the book. And how did you hear about this? How did it come about? Uh, so I kind of stumbled into it when I was working at a software company in their marketing department. They were an agile software development team, and we were always behind. We couldn't keep up with them in marketing. Uh, and so one day I said to my boss, why can't we do that? Why can't we be agile like these people are? They seem to be so much less stressed out than we are. And so he said, well, it can't possibly be any worse than the way we're managing work right now. And so kind of turned me loose on it. And I've been hooked ever since. So that was about six years ago. And I've been doing all I can to convince my marketing colleagues to, to see the light and change the way they do their work too. I love it. So how are you um, promoting your book? Are you going to go on a tour? What is your way of getting the message out? Well, I, I sort of drink my own champagne. Um, <laughs> we, have, we have a strong addressable audience through Agile Sherpas that we're We've been building, um, building up the book for a while, like talking about it coming out, and I've been sharing some excerpts from it. Uh, I have a social media following as well. And, yeah, doing interviews, writing articles, all of that fun stuff. Um, How do we follow you on social media? Oh, uh, the nice thing is I have a very interesting uh, last name. So Fryrear is easy to find. <laughs> At Andrea Fryrear is my handle on just about everything. Uh, okay. Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. And we spell fry rear, is that right? F-R-Y-R-E-A-R, just like it sounds. 
Uh, one other thing before we've got a couple minutes left, I just want to make sure you got to say everything. So is there anything that I've missed that you want to talk about? So again, we have Andrea Fryrear with us, whose new book is coming out in July, Mastering Marketing Agility, Transforming Your Marketing Teams and Evolve Your Organization. And I was curious when I wanted to interview you, and now I'm beyond curious. I feel like I got to read this. I got to know. And it feels like it would help not only in small business and organizations, but it sounds like a good thing for nonprofits as well. Yeah, I think so. I think there's a lot in here for anybody, you know, that has an audience they want to communicate with. Hopefully they're going to find something amazing to help them out. So you can go to her website, which is? AndreaFryrear.com. And then you can also go to her social media, which is always at Andrea Fryrear. Is that right? That's right. Insta, Facebook, Twitter. All that good stuff. Yep. All that. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And I am really excited to read this. And maybe we can talk to you again once your book is out, because I'm sure you'll hear some stories once people start using your method. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe maybe you'll be one of them. We can talk about what you did. I, I plan on it. <laughs> <laughs> There's some great great tips in the book also about, you know, doing more with less and efficiency is key. Productivity is even more important now. We don't have time to waste on ineffective tactics. So finding out what works and then doubling down on that and quickly pivoting away from the things that are ineffective. These are all components of a, of a high-performing agile system too. So your book is called Mastering Marketing Agility. Where can we get that book? So you can pre-order it right now on Amazon. It will officially release on July 21st. So you'll get your, your copy either digital or physical right around that particular date. And you can also download a free sample chapter at MasteringMarketingAgility.com. Well, thank you so That's much great. for joining us and good luck thank during you. these crazy, crazy times. This has been great fun. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Lori Hardy, and thanks for listening today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.